0: I'm thirsty. Welcome to Thirst with Cheryl, a podcast making biblical truths plain. I'm your host, Cheryl Tyner, and today we're discussing what goes in must come out. This podcast is meant to be a sip, a basic overview. Let's jump right in and begin with prayer. Speak through me, Lord, open all ears to hear and hearts to receive, give listeners revelation, light, or an aha moment. In Jesus' name, amen. Words go way back to the beginning of time, with God being identified as the Word Himself. John 1 and 1, NIV version, says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So nothing, or not one thing, was created without the Word. God spoke words to create the world into existence, and God also spoke word to create mankind. Now, mankind was made in God's likeness and image, which means mankind has the capability to speak words. Being that some are born mute, we need to thank God for our gift of speech. Don't take that blessing for granted. So let's go back to mankind having the ability to speak. First, when we speak, we are relaying what is in our thoughts. Our thought life is revealed when we speak. So our words are the vehicle for our thoughts. Secondly, when we speak, we use our tongue to speak. Now the tongue is defined as the fleshy, muscular organ in the mouth of a mammal, used for tasting, licking, swallowing, and in humans, articulating speech. Now, the tongue is such a small part of our body, but has great power. Why? Because we use it to speak. However, it is what people are allowing to come out of their mouths that make a difference. Is it praise or is it cursing? James 3 and 9, NIV version says, With the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, And with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Now, some bad ways Christians use their tongue are swearing, complaining, boasting, lying, gossiping, and meddling. And some good ways Christians use their tongue are praying, praising, singing to the Lord, encouraging others, and witnessing about Christ. And there's more. However, Proverbs 18 and 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Additionally, the words we speak reflect what is in our heart. So one might ask, how do you get the word of God in your heart? Well, read, write, study, or meditate and declare the word are some ways to get the word of God in your heart. Now, take this example. When I was in nursing school, I would read, study, write, and affirm information that I learned for testing purposes and for patient contact later on in my career. For instance, let's talk about a patient that was discharged from the hospital after having a wound debrided. In view of the fact that I read, studied, wrote down, and professed out of my mouth several times in the past about wound care and avoiding infections, I was, and still am, able to manage my patience because the information is ingrained in me. Now, I'm using this as an example because I want you to get an idea of something being ingrained on your heart. When you read, study, meditate, and write the Word of God, it is written and rooted in your heart. Consequently, When you open your mouth and profess God's word, the word coming out of your mouth shows that it is ingrained in your heart. Psalm 45, 1b, the NIV version says, My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. So, when you speak words, you are writing them on your heart and whatever is conceived in your heart will eventually come out. Thus, what goes in must come out. Now, here's another way to summarize this all. Think about when a woman conceives. When she conceives, the embryo becomes a fetus and grows in the woman's womb into a neonate. The newborn child then has to come out of the mother's womb. So, what's in your heart? Is it anger, jealousy, unforgiveness, envy, pride? Because remember, whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. Do you have stinking thinking? What a person says tells a lot about what is in their heart and their thought life. So let's look back, remember, Earlier, we mentioned that words are the vehicle for your thoughts. Reflect on this. Ask God to create in you a clean heart, as David wrote in Psalm 51 and 10. Philippians four and eight NIV version suggests that one should think on things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy. How in the world can I do this? Well, ask God to nudge you or bring it to your attention when you begin to think and or speak on improper things, and he'll do it. What goes in must come out. At the end of each podcast session, I want to remind each listener of two scriptures. Hebrews 2 and 1, the NIB version says, We must pay the most careful attention to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away from it and forget it. And 2 Timothy 3, verses 16 and 17, the NIV version says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God, which is you and me, may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You've been listening to Thirst with Cheryl. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more biblical truths made plain and simple.